come eat. Yes, she is. She always bites me. Yes. She's like, fuck her. I was around first. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib jab. Jib jab, jib jab, jib jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ podcast. Pat and AJ podcast. One. AJ, she doesn't know this. We have to record two podcasts, by the way. Oh, hell no. Not not tonight we don't. Not tonight we don't. You didn't know that. We're doing two. We're doing two right now. It's a twofer. No. Two for session. This is like when you get a a recording artist in a studio, you can just keep adding shit to their plate because you're like, while they're here. That sounds awful. Just knock it out for you. All right. Hold on. Hello, hello, everyone. I gotta tell you, to be honest, man, uh, you give me two days of rain, unexpected rain, during traditional winter months, uh, here in our our new home of, of over one year now of southern Arizona, in Oro Valley, and I swear to Christ, I feel like seasonal affective disorder. Yeah. I shit you not. We've both been super bummed out this weekend. It's only... Um, it's not normal for it to rain this time. I was of year. gonna say it's it's. I don't want to talk too out of pocket because not like I've been here a long time. But I no, feel I, like I asked. I asked the locals when we were because uh, we were supposed to. My dance school was supposed to perform at uh, like a festival of the arts tree lighting this weekend, and the forecast was terrible. It was two straight days of rain Saturday and Sunday <laughs> out of nowhere. I mean, there hasn't been rain. I think they said the last measurable rain was like September. So they're like, we need it, but it's still weird. And I asked uh, some of the folks at my dance school, I'm like, this isn't normal, right? They're like, no, but they're like, every few years, it seems to rain like one weekend in December and then everything gets canceled because there's so many outdoor events planned for this time of the year that it it, cancel a lot of stuff this weekend. Well, this thing swept through uh, the Sonoran Desert where we're living here in a Tucson area and it fucking, it fucked everything up. Not, I mean, AJ had like a little dance school thing going on. That didn't um, happen. And a local Christmas kind of artsy little festival, arts and crafts and shit like that. That didn't happen on my very own client roster right now. So this is uh, this is just two days of rain we're talking about, yeah. Saturday and Sunday. But all day. But oh yeah, I mean yeah. sun up to Sunday, nothing but rain. Like you just open. I and caught that's a thirty-minute break today to ride my yeah. bike, and it was already raining by the time I got home. And again, you have to realize, and I think people can realize it. Um, this is it, it's just I, I don't know what it is with folks that don't. Oh, there goes my bird flying, man. Bird she's loves fine. being here in the studio. She does. She shuts up when she's in here. Um. So people don't just i don't know we were just talking about it now because we were out driving folks don't react well to driving in the rain out here in the southwest well, they don't, I don't react, know what it is they don't react well to driving in the rain anywhere but especially i, I guess that's true cuz we we could apply that to michigan to wisconsin i mean i guess any any weatherman in any tv market could probably get on the air when it's raining and go Hey, folks, look out while you're driving today. It's going to be wet conditions. We know some folks out there kind of forget how to play as a pack when that happens. Think about it. When did I uh, rear end that lady who was having a hard time driving in was the rain? Out here? Yeah, it was boring. So, okay. But so- I mean, th- also think about our time in the Midwest. Every time it snowed, 
every time it snowed in the Midwest, which was a lot. The joke, I, would, I mean, I was going to say, like... Eh. The joke went around that nobody, everybody forgets how to drive in snow. We we all forget how to drive in yes. snow. We all forget how to drive in rain, That's and true. it's just a hot mess So everywhere. I guess you can't even say, hey, it's people that are used to normally not dealing with rain, but regardless, this little two days of unexpected rain, I saw it on my client list where folks were canceling sessions with their good old fancy mental health therapists such as yourself. Like the outdoor stuff, I understand. Because but all like, the outdoor stuff gets shuffled around and now kids' schedules, like they were, hey, they were supposed to be at a soccer game, but no soccer game because there's no indoor fields. You know why? Because they play outside 361 days a year. But boy, it was weird to see it get flipped upside on its head, man. I know. It was just funny to see people just stop functioning. They really do. Like, it's so weird. As a Midwesterner, you're like, I'm not quite sure this qualifies as shutting no. shit down, but it also does disrupt stuff if you are just like, hey, this is the time of the year when we throw outdoor events. Yeah. And it's it's nice and sunny. There were a ton of outdoor Christmas events canceled this weekend. I mean, the event we were supposed to dance at wasn't technically canceled, but nobody went. You know, we're talking tents outside. I mean, everything is outside. <laughs> we actually just um, came back from a, a birthday dinner with our son, by the way. Happy 16th birthday. Oh, Lordy. Holy Lord. By the time this drops, he will have turned 16. He will. By the way, I told him, no car with a bow in the driveway. No. In the rain. That only happens in the commercials. <laughs> it's a December to remember. Um, But we just came back from doing a dinner for him, and it was... At a restaurant that was depending on business from that arts and crafts tree lighting festival. From this little shindig. It was one, right next door yes, to it. One of the many that that got canceled, but just the most local to us. So these folks are sitting there like, yeah, we kind of overstaffed the restaurant, bought yeah. a whole bunch of food, expected this big thrush of people, and we just are thankful you're here. Yeah. Well, we, we dropped 100 bucks, so hopefully that helped. Please. Hope you tip big. We had a nice uh, server. I tip twenty percent. Is that decent? Yeah, I think. Oh yeah, you're a, you're a really. But I'm always you've, a twenty You've been like you you've been a twenty percent tipper since I met you. Yeah, and because I'm not and, an and asshole. That's like when Bush was in office, man. It was like you you've always been a twenty percenter. I for a long time was a flat five dollar biller, and that's just because it was very influenced by my grandfather. I watched my grandfather when we went out to eat, which uh, traditionally my home was Sundays. Much like today, we're recording this on a Sunday. We all went out to eat. Uh, and Thursdays. I don't know why they picked Thursdays. And we're all going out to fucking eat night. But I'd watch him pay the bill back in the day when he only did it with cash. And he'd just drop a five. So it was just universal. I mean, I can remember from the time I was five till I was 17, it was five bucks. So when I kind of got into that world, everything was five bucks. Which sometimes, let me tell you, when a very young and maybe beer-buzzed Pat was buying one Budweiser bottle at a time for $2... And throwing a five dollar and throwing a five at a at a wa- at a waitress, yeah, you made out pretty well. Unfortunately, that was back in the nineties. God bless Bill Clinton and his saxophone. Uh, but now I learned that I have to tip a little bit more, and that's why I appreciate on the receipts the little fucking percentages with yeah. the math done for you. Thank you, whoever thought that up. Thank you. It's brilliant. Yeah. I don't know why we needed the iPhone to be invented for someone to finally figure out that we should just put the tipping amounts on the receipt. I just remember, I mean, I suck at math, but growing up, 
My, it's one See, of the, you're good at this. You always can knock out fast, like what a yeah. Uh, tip because like be. our bill tonight was what was it? It was like ninety one dollars. Okay, we had three people plus an appetizer and mm-hmm. drinks. Just is pretty average nowadays. Unfortunately, it's hundred bucks to go out to eat. Regardless, it was a great meal though. It doesn't matter. Birthday meal. Um, but yeah, it was ninety one dollars. And I, my dad always taught me. Well, if it's $91, then 10% would be $9.10. Okay. So you double that, and then I just round up, because I'm not going to make them like pull 88 cents out of the freaking till or anything. Look at you. I, I don't know why I suck at math, but I can figure out tipping. I feel like there is about to be a fucking Thunderdome going down in here. What's, Holy what? shit. Oh, with the- Your the, bird's uh, on the floor and the cat. Yeah. Oh, my God. Take, oh, out, take out your phone, oh boys and girls. Oh, my God. This is- I've seen this happen before. And listen, the that bird, bird will fuck up the, the kitty bird cat. wins every <gasps> time. Yeah, don't hurt the kitty. Hey, go away, kitty. Char char. Go away. Don't mess with the bird. Please yeah, look don't. At the bird, the bird will really hurt you. She's hurt me. Well, this is a fantastic way to kick off the one hundred and seventy second <laughs> episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. You sit there. We can't have birds and cats living together mass hysteria come on you sit there you sit there do i need to take it here oh thank you hold on dylan you can deal with this (laughs) no actually hold on you're fine because char char went away don't take her out because then she'll just squat we're good we're good thank you by the way, happy birthday, kiddo. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Big thumbs up. Double Nothing thumbs up. Nothing is more up. uninteresting to a teenager than when you tell them the story of the night they were born. It's almost. I do it every almost, year, and I, I just I, I embellish it every year just to see if he's, <laughs> he'll ever be interested. He's not. It's almost as exciting as when your parents try to tell you the conception story. No one wants to hear that shit. Do you know yours? I just know it was on the floor and I was an accident. Fuck, wow. Not not bad. See, mine's... I didn't ask to know that. They just voluntarily offered it up. My mom said dad got back from basic training in uh, Fort Hood in Texas. Came home and tapped that. So bump some muglies. There you go. So we held out. I will not... Unloaded and bam, Eric came nine months later. So thank you to the U.S. Army. He will not For inspiring me. Conception story. No, no, he won't. We are here on the 172nd episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. And by the way, it is not lost upon our ears that many of folks must listen to us through the Spotify app because we are getting notified one by one of folks that go, hey, my Spotify wrapped knows me well. Yep. Uh, thank you to Joey. Joey reaching out through patandaj.com. He said, hey, Spotify's wrapped. They don't lie when they're talking about my favorite podcast. And then, of course, it's Pat and AJ podcast. So thank you, Jenny. Cassidy from Wisconsin. We rang in at her number two, but she said next number year two. we'll Ooh, be nice. number one. Who is number one for her, though? I love seeing the ones that outdo us because, I mean, I, I mean, there's no competition in my bone anymore. Zane and Heath unfiltered. Oh, okay. So that's a, that's a, that's She listens to some, like, true crime stuff. Oh, Office cool. ladies, of course, with uh, Jenna Fisher. If and, I uh, had more time, I would love to dedicate. There's a few good podcasts going around, which, by the way, a, a brilliant way. Uh, it's it's kind of like finally the right format for the DVD commentary. Which became a big thing. Sit back, Gen Zers. Let, let Grandpa let Pat. Let us tell you about DVD <clears throat> commentary. Let me go ahead and tell you. Remember now, how exciting that was on DVDs? It was a big fucking deal. To see deal. all the extra shit they'd oh give you. Oh, my goodness. And you didn't have to change out the tape. <laughs> uh, when DVDs came around, and I remember specifically for me, I think it was like 1997, I was like a freshman, maybe a sophomore in college. 
and uh, we were I was uh, shacking up with the, this dude, and we just pitched in for like a new TV. And when we were getting the TV, of course, what did we see? These new DVD players. Now, if you don't remember at the time, there was a little bit of a hubbub between laser discs, yes, and DVDs. Laser discs was this weird. Kind of big old fat record, yeah, looking thing that they try to convince people to get for a few years, like the early nineties, and no one except your really rich uncle from the suburbs yeah. ever had one. And even if they weren't rich, they had one just to show off. So when DVD players hit, it was kind of like, all right, the biggest thing you don't got to rewind shit. Oh. I know, I know that makes me sound so old. I'm only forty four. I don't know when this happened. Technology happened fast. It, it really did. Happen did. Fast. We're talking like a span of like ten years. It's all kind of you don't happen. Understand the pain in the ass it was with rewinding tapes, making sure they were rewind, especially when they were rented. Oh, it, got, it was a requirement. Yeah, they were like rewind, or we charge you a few bucks. There are like, people threatening to kidnap governors over the barbershop getting shut down. And you're down. telling me I got to rewind a tape? And I used to have to pay nine. I'm telling you, it was a different world. So one of the big things with the DVDs was these special features. And besides them being able to just show you more, because they weren't limited by a tape, right? It was more data, you know, on a uh, on a disc. They said, all right, let's throw um, all the uh, extended scenes, which really, by the way, means cut scenes. Yeah, and then you watch them and you realize they were cut for a reason. <laughs> you remember all those early DVDs yeah. that came out and they're like, watch the director's cut. It was like two and a half hours longer and boring as shit and yeah. you're like, that's a reason why someone edit you down before you yep. got to the theaters. But one of the big features was commentary of the movie, which at times could be fucking fascinating because it was before the boom of the internet. We all couldn't watch comic-con panels on on youtube yeah you couldn't you know imdb trivia all this stuff about the movie so you'd buy the dvd of clerks i'm just going to talk about clerks because aj go ahead tell everyone what we watched clerks too the night i had dylan there you go very much and i thought i laughed him out of me i really did aj always says that that clerks too i laughed so hard and my back was killing me and i legit thought i was just laughing too hard i didn't realize i was in labor but so like someone like me a zenial would buy a clerk's 10-year anniversary DVD. And on that DVD, besides all the bells and whistles, it would say exclusive commentary with director Kevin Smith and actors Jason Mewes and Ben Affleck and everyone. And you would essentially listen to a podcast as the movie was watching. Now, it was weird because you would have to sit on your couch. Again, let me get in my rocking chair. We didn't have phones to fuck around with. No, you, okay? you just sat down and watched. It was so weird. <laughs> Could you imagine trying to pitch this concept to like our son right now? I'll tell you why this Holy is funny. Holy shit. Remember where you're at. Cause I'm going to tell you why this is oh, funny. So uh, yesterday Pat was working in the afternoon and I was watching a TV show and I, my phone was on the charger in the other room. And I was so engaged in this show because I didn't have my phone next to me. And all of a sudden, our son goes, Mom, check your text. I'm like, I can't. I don't have my phone. He goes, then check your watch. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> You're being drawn so, out. So, yeah, I checked my watch, and Pat had texted me from his office. But I just laughed because I was so into the show, like 100% no undivided yeah. attention on it. And right? I was so irritated that, like, the one time I didn't have my phone with me is the one time somebody needed to get a hold of me. So 
just kids, this was a thing. And it really was cool because if it was a good commentary, right? If it was good, they weren't all good. No, some so, of them were. Not every movie needed a director's commentary on it. Some of it was not good. You know, but but if it was good, you would want to watch it. Like the ones, I think of the Kevin Smith ones, and it's obvious because he's gone on now to have a great career in the podcasting yeah. world. But essentially, it was like watching a podcast. And by the way, I forgot to tell you, you're not actually watching them talking. You're watching the movie. While they talk behind so it. So the movie is playing, the audio for the movie is playing, and then over the audio of the movie playing is the behind-the-scenes commentary. It was a little too distracting for me. I never, much. I never really got into the director's commentary. And I always felt like, fuck, man, that, that's such a great idea that I just felt like was lost. Um, now, and there's a bunch of them, and I'm really learning about them because I'm seeing all these Spotify rap that we're ending up on, yeah. which, by the way, again, thank you so much. That's seriously. like seriously like we don't do this. We don't we don't do this for like a dollar. We don't do this under any like, you know, premise for anything. It's just for an enjoyment. We hope that it brings some joy to you and to see us kind of, you know, be on your top list. That's like it's 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 mind blowing. Thank you. Freaking mind blowing, right? Especially cuz there's a lot of really bad podcasts. Well, there out are there, bad so ones, but <laughs> there's some good ones that we're in company with way better than us. And now what's happened is we finally recycled that idea 20 years later. And shows that have longevity, and I'm looking at you, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I'm looking at you, The Office. I'm looking at you, 30 Rock. I'm looking at you at a lot of shows, more lighthearted, but not to say this hasn't been done with dramas like The Sopranos. Yeah. But stars that would normally maybe maybe do DVD commentary now just do podcasts where yeah. they talk about the individual sitcoms. Yeah, The Office Ladies, the one Cassidy listens to. Huge! That's Angela Kinsey and Jenna Fisher. Huge! And all they do is... Literally just dissecting yeah. every single episode. They go through every episode and they tell you things that obviously we're not privy to. Um, that they would try to get out before in like these, you know, these behind-the-scene vignettes. But listen, to be honest, most of these, not all, but most, are kind of detached from a lot of the, how can I say, looker overs from the original, where I feel like they're probably more honest now than oh, they yeah. ever would have been back then. Yeah, because they were they didn't want to put anything out yeah. there yeah. when it was happening because yeah. they had a really steady, great job. Yeah, now, But now they're like, it's cool. It's said and done, and there's Office Fest every year in Scranton, and that's never going away, so we can kind of maybe go a little bit deeper about, oh. Or it's uh, like, uh, um, uh, who was it? The, uh, the character, the actress who played Susan on Seinfeld, mm-hmm. that was the one thing I heard recently that I had never heard before, that every Everybody is finally coming out and saying she was a nightmare to work with. Oh, yeah. Like, horrific. Is someone doing a Seinfeld podcast? I'm sure. I, I haven't I feel looked. like one of them has to. I mean, Jerry Seinfeld at this point is very clearly got a great niche of doing what the fuck he wants, and we just, yeah. we, we all eat it. He was just in Tucson. We missed him. Yeah, I, same, but my friends went to see him. Doing touring stand-up, or it's, uh, you know, obviously the comedians and cars getting coffee, and the Seinfeld thing just is, it continues to, like, roll into the ethos of the world. But these podcasts out there with surrounding these iconic shows, people now, they have turned them into probably their rightful form, which is, you know, kind of on a Spotify rap list amongst us, which is Freaking crazy. So, you do you know. know what I remember? It was so sad. I remember building up my DVD collection from like the $5 <laughs> bin because I felt so freaking cool. Oh, we were, we're about to have this discussion and I'm here for it. <laughs> Let, just so you know, where are we at? We're, we're, we're 20 minutes in. This is the rest of the podcast. I, I'm here for this discussion. I may even call my best friend because I know where he's on, in on it, but go ahead. I just remember, remember with the, the TVs with. 
the VCRs built into them, but they sucked. Remember that? Yeah. They were like this cool niche thing, but like everybody who had one said it, it sucks. It was very suburban dad flex. Yeah. Right. But they sucked. Everybody I knew said, this blows, get a separate uh, VCR. I will say back when we just had a more bevy of electronics because everything kind of did its own thing. Everything was separate, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can tell you as someone who actually sold electronics for Sears when that was a commission job. Yeah. I want you to think about that. Selling DVD players was a commission job. I made like $2 for every (laughs) DVD player that I sold. Pre-9-11, 2001. I remember as the ethos was changing, the number one rule being anything that's a combination item is shit because if one function goes out. The whole thing goes to shit. It basically then, well, then maybe you still want the TV because the TV works, but oh, that DVD player that we bought that's attached to it doesn't. So do we now throw out the TV? Do we put the money in to fix the DVD player? Or as we like to say, dude, they got you by the balls. They got you by the balls. Nothing was more sad than when like one of your friends had one of those TVs with the built-in VCR or DVD player, mm. and then they had a separate VCR or DVD player because the VCR or DVD didn't player work. and the TV didn't work. Like, oh, like yeah. you just felt so bad for Winnie, him. Winnie the Pooh is stuck in there. My little uh, <laughs> sister was watching Winnie the Pooh. We think she put peanut butter like no in idea. it with it. I don't know, but she was trying to give him honey. She listen, stuck her fingers in the just slot. Put it on aux too. All right, that's going to hook it up to this one. I do remember like clearing. I, at first, I felt so cool to be able to afford mm-hmm. a DVD player for my own bedroom like and i think i was like a junior in high school that mm-hmm. i had my first job and i loved the five dollar bin of the dvds except the saddest thing was that when you'd buy one and maybe it was your favorite freaking movie ever you'd buy one and the um the extras on the dvd were like non-existent do you remember nah, that it sucked like it was like extra it was like special features and then it was like you click on it and it was like closed captioning it was, and that was yeah, it i'd say it would be closed captioning yep a uh, you could watch it in Spanish or you could watch the trailer. They they had the trailer up. Yeah, a lot. trailers. Maybe you got an alternate language. So if you really wanted to watch Top Gun, but um, wanted to watch it in habla español, cool. You could do that. And then maybe maybe if you got lucky, um, some kind of coming attractions yes. for other movies in the genre. But they were pretty much yeah. It was uh, it was so sad. There there was no meat on them bones. I will say though, I think the best DVD I ever had with the best special features, Bram Stoker's Dracula. I but see that's Excellent. a Blu-ray though. But but that's kind of a reissue, right? See that's and and True. and this is where this conversation is going. So I assume what you want <laughs> to talk about. I'm glad you know because I don't. <laughs> I assume you. Um, I don't know. I'm just all member berries now. <laughs> want to talk about DVDs and physical media? Because you know I have this conversation very loosely. And jokingly with two of my close friends, and they both, one more than the other, really leans in the physical media. Now, before all this, right, uh, uh, my buddy, uh, a couple years on me, but not many, maybe two, three, um, was kind of a collector of CDs. Yeah. Probably because he worked in the industry, so he had a lot of them autographed by people. But so he had a lot of it. And now, like like a lot of those guys, white guys in their 40s, he has to collect vinyl. Right. Of course. That's what you do. You go back to the CDs you bought in 97, had autographed in 2003, and go, I need to get this on fucking vinyl now. But he and another one of my buddies, big into physical media, and I talk about how I have this fucking guilt that, one, I am carting around, and it's true to this day. Hang on. Let me tell everybody about (laughs) what you are carting around. 
um, because I decorated for ha- for uh, Christmas. Oh no! Did you go outside? Did you go through the stockpile? <laughs> As I was pulling lights out of the cabinets in the garage, there were VHS tapes and CDs. Yeah. Tumbling over like dominoes, I nice. almost took the VHS copy of believe- Home Alone and <laughs> and jumped on it. It all everything just came oh falling out. I'm God. like, what the hell is all this stuff, and why do we have it? <sighs> why do we move all this shit here from Wisconsin to Washington, back to Wisconsin to Michigan, and now to Arizona? Why? Why? God? Why? Listen. There is still a bevy of physical media, which I have at times tried to sell. I, one, tried to institute a policy at my home that whenever you come and visit, you get to leave with a door prize, which is a DVD of your choice. Please do that. I tried. My buddy, last time Mike was here, I was like, Mike, pick something out. And I opened up the, the door. He's like, no. And I'm like, no. I'm like, shit. fuck you. Take one. I'm, I'm like, you're one of the guys. He doesn't want it either. And that's what I said, you <laughs> son of a bitch. I'm like, you're always giving me shit about, oh, physical media. Because here's the thing. Then they all rail on me. Because I'm, again, I'm in this weird age. I'm 44. Granted, these two buddies of mine got a couple years on me, which does push them into solid Gen X territory, yeah. which is very noticeably different than where I sit. I, right? I was talking to our son about this the other day, about just our generation. It's and very how weird and micro, like, and I feel it so much we these We were days. in this little pocket that... Um, was brought up with very old school values, and then technology came around, but we learned how to use it, it because it came we around. We were never tech dumb. No, absolutely not. Never. Like, I remember when they got the internet in the library at high school, and it was like, holy shit, everybody go use the internet. I never laughed harder than one of my basic computer classes, 1996, at Columbia College Chicago made us all take, because, right, they saw it yeah, coming, too. Good. I'm taking this basic class. Of course, they are literally in this class trying to be like, so here is a mouse. <laughs> and, and it controls what's on the screen. And I'm in like a fucking Yahoo chat trying to be like, so you, you really that skinny with those big boots? Wow. It's before we all had pictures, right? Yes. You were just doing ASL, age, sex, location. Little, little did you know, you were chatting with me on the other end. Everybody was smoking hot when they described themselves. Oh, yeah, right? it was gorgeous, man. But it was happening at such a rapid pace, and we were kind of caught up in it, but we never fell behind. If anything, we no. were progressing fast, I right? Mean, my eighth That's one thing I remember about middle school. My eighth grade had a keyboarding class. And it was probably the most youthful cl- most useful class I had mm. in 12 years of school before college was that keyboarding class cuz I type like a beast man. I mean if you were doing and this is where my journey started was 5th grade so do the math on that um there was a a computer lab. Yes. That the St. Bruno's Mother's Club fundraises for by the oh. way. Well, they wanted us to thank you cuz we printed out something on the computers. <laughs> See? They bought us the computers and we printed out a thank you on, on the computers. Um, but so I remember if you had a Commodore 64 class, which is what they all were, you were basically like coding Yeah. without really coding. You had to type in like these DOS commands yeah. to be able to play. I remember that my, my dad had a uh, Commodore 64 right? when we were kids and like it had like a Sesame Street game on it. One of those things where it had the keyboard that you put on top of the keyboard. Oh yeah. Remember that? And then it transformed the keys into yeah. something else. And I just remember watching my dad work on it and yeah, he was typing in like, you know, DOS commands and I'm like, that's way different than my What's Sesame that? Street game. What the hell is that? I mean, it was not, you know, especially now with everything being just point and I mean, tap. I mean, it's way different now, but back then there were hoops. So what I'm saying is we evolved with it. So here I am 
And I got all these remnants oh, of these evolving media forums that at certain point in times I bought into, right? I mean, the proof is in all the yeah. shit I bought. At certain point in times, I said, you know what? I need the uh, 15-year re-release of Clerks because I have the 10-year release, but this one is remastered with new commentary. The only time, and I think the last 15 years, I have actually gone through my CD collection, which is few. and I mean, it's it exists in our garage. It's not big. But at the radio station, um, the company had a hack. Somebody hacked into... Oh, that's uh, back at our old Radio Corp. Uh, that was pre-pandemic, right? So yes. I'm thinking, what, 2019, maybe? Something like that. Go ahead. So our radio station was completely crippled by this hack. We had no way to play music. I don't think there was any way to play commercials. <laughs> it was just, I mean, it was a mess. It was a complete and it utter mess. It was like mess. WKRP for like 24 yeah. hours. It was awesome. They were basically holding our shit ransom. And, um, of course we weren't allowed to talk about that, but fuck it. Who cares? Um, but I said, Hey, I have, I, and we were all trying to figure out cause we had the CD collection in the studio, but these CDs were it beyond very ancient. They were it, ancient. It, it, they it were dusty. Would have been like turning the radio station overnight into a totally different station. So you yeah. literally, I mean, where, where you're going is you had physical media. I had physical media and I'm like, it's, it's from the nineties and two thousands. I'm like, that is pretty much our wheelhouse the 80s 90s and what and now i'm like i have the <laughs> 90s the and now, now. Yeah, i don't yeah. have a lot of 80s but i have the 90s and now so i'm in there like popping in freaking oasis wonderwall there you go and i mean it's just it was it was such a nice. shit show because i just remember putting these cds and hoping they would work but because see, I'm, I'm like saying- i'm like ah oh, it's it's oasis wonderwall and then you hit play and it doesn't work because it's such an old cd it was such a shit show but that's the only time in the last 15 years i have even opened the drawers for that cd collection so it's weird because my buddy who's all into vinyl now he goes to these like you know vinyl shows which really now are kind of music and media shows okay because they're not just pitching vinyl but they're pitching you're gonna love this uh cassettes oh my god i don't know why listen we're going to innings this year um in tempe at innings i'm pretty sure if they're back there's gonna be a sponsor and they're one of these places and you're gonna go in there you're gonna see both kind of equal records and cassettes and even like VHS cassettes, there's this resurgence in physical media. And do you remember a year ago? There's so much of it. Do you remember a year ago when our little birthday yes. boy, because we're always faced with this, right? We have yes. a son who has a birthday at the beginning of December. And then, of course, you got Christmas at the end. And we're trying to figure out, you know, what gifts yeah. are going where. Our son wanted um, the Power Rangers. One, one of, of the many Power Rangers I mean, Rangers there's nine gajillion. Yeah. Our, our son was kind of getting into that. And he's like, yeah, I was kind of digging. I was hoping to, to watch this one. And, of course, my mind defaults to, all right, we'll find it on Amazon or whatever streaming service. So he has, like, a digital copy that he can watch from the cloud wherever. Whether yeah. it's on his TV, on his tablet, on his phone. Yeah. I don't have to worry about. A, wherever we are, he can watch yeah. that. Um, and he specifically. He asked for the physical media. He's like, I want the DVDs. And we were just so flabbergasted. We're like, why? And my fucking buddy, he didn't stop breaking my balls till fucking Christmas Eve. (laughs) Because all I do is talk about, you know, I don't know what to do with all my physical shit. I really enjoy all the digital access to music. I don't see, there's no reason for me to ever go back. No. I feel terrible because I've abandoned this former art form that I also used to engage in. I don't listen to radio at all. Like, I'm just on this new path. 
And then my son is the complete opposite. Yeah. So it's one, you know, boys and their fathers, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe you have to rebel. But our son was very insistent about physical media. He, he wanted, wanted the, the DVDs. DVDs. Yeah. And then, of course, you're like, all right, fine, DVDs or Blu-rays. Yeah. Now we got to hunt them down, which we did, and it's fine, and he has them. I don't know. I mean, it leads me what? to... Here's my question. Because <sighs> I do remember at our garage sale in Michigan right before we moved, didn't you put out boxes of this your physical I, this media? This is what I'm talking about. He put out boxes of boxes, tapes, bro. DVDs. It was. And just everything. And, and what? What? Did, I don't even think you, you put a price on it. Are you ready for this? Yeah. This was a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am deal. This is like those old bar nights. Y'all remember those bars that were kind of slow, but then they started offering the most crazy drink specials. Yes. And before you know it, the bar was packed on Thursday night because they were doing like $2, you call it, on any liquor in the yep. house. Well, I decided to go $1, you pick, out of a... Just industrial size cardboard box of DVDs ranging from Billy Blank's workout. That's, that's right. Tybo, motherfucker, you did it too, okay? Up to the only seller. I sold one. I was going to ask ready? you. I know you sold one. Which was I sold it? one. It was the Back to the Future trilogy box set, which we already had doubles of because myself and AJ entered this relationship with one of these. Yes, we did. So there we... And we, it was a kid too, wasn't it? Was it? A kid. it was a kid. It, it was, was a kid. It was like 11 or 12 and he was so jazzed. Yeah. And, and like his, his dad's like, oh, I told him to go digging. And he's like, that's the one I want. I can't imagine why nobody bought your bum <laughs> so, fights DVD. I shit you not. There's a few bum fighters in there. Terrible. Um, I will tell you that. So we have reduced our, our net uh, <laughs> copies of Back to the Future trilogy, which is now available again on all the streaming services that I subscribe to. Um, down from two to one. That was the result. Which, by the way, I don't want you to think that this was a unsuccessful little because oh, it, no. it was a moving sale. It's when we were moving yeah. from Michigan to Arizona, and I really said I want to get rid of all this physical media. Yeah. A dollar a piece for anything in here, from Blu-rays to everything in between. I figured it would go one fucking thing. Yeah, that's it, and it's the rest of it's in our garage. And right I now. don't know why the fuck I put it in the goddamn shipping container and sent it here. Because talk- I make stupid ass decisions. Is there a place you can recycle stuff like that? Because I. I would just I would feel even worse dumping that in the trash. See now look, here's the weird part. Is I know that people are thinking. Right now there's someone like fucking banging their head off a wall. They're at patnaj.com. They're already sending us a goddamn message going, "Here's how much it And you're absolutely right. If you Google are DVD movies worth anything anymore? What comes up is the most common answer. Most used DVDs sell from $2 to $20, and on average for $5. Box sets and collections will be more expensive. Resale sites offer pickings everywhere between $0.50 cents to $2 per DVD on average. Good Lord. So the question is now, if you got yourself 100 DVDs, let's say right there on average, they said 50 cents to two bucks. I'm going to go a dollar. Yeah. I'm going back to my default, what I did in then Michigan. you got a hundred bucks. You've got a hundred dollars. I, if you want to, I am, I'm totally supportive. If you want to find a place to get rid of all this shit now, but because see, the here's v- the thing, the VHS tapes in our garage just kill me every time I see them. Here's the thing. Okay. We're going to fucking lug this thing in and we're going to lug it into some goddamn DVD resale place. 
And this fucking guy is going to spread them all out and immediately just start kicking back all the ones that are worth nothing. It was like the bottle exchange in Michigan. Oh! Oh! (laughs) Memories from the Mitten. You think you've got... We should start doing a new bit called Memories from the Mitten. Memories from the Mitten was trying to do the bottle exchange and it spits out like every single bottle at you except for two. Not that bottle. But that one's fine, but the rest are not. Like trying to get into a fancy nightclub. It was. No, it no, was so no, weird. Yes. So immediately you're going to have that guy start telling you, you know what? You could take your bum fights and walk out of here. <laughs> we don't want that kind of nonsense in our store. We're a family association. So I feel like that's going to happen. So now you're going to think, oh, my $100 has just turned into $60. And now you're walking out. And then out of those, right, he starts going, well, 50 cents for this yeah. one, dollar for that, 50 cents for this, 50 cents for that. And now all of a sudden you're walking out with like $20 and you still got like fucking 40 DVDs. I don't know if that's worth the effort, the effort. and gas that I'm going to have to invest to make that happen. Yeah, I mean, if I could just, if we could do it like a, right. like in a box, like here's the box. Oh, that's a million dollar idea. Yeah. We should go on Shark Tank. <laughs> you imagine the fucking shipping cost on that? My friend right now oh who works God. for the USPS is yelling at me. That would make me throw up. You imagine? My poor boy Izzy having to lug these fucking boxes oh at people. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're I'm all so dropping sorry. them off. Here you go. Lug this up the fucking hill for me, pal. Tell me if I can make twenty nine ninety nine out of it. That's hilarious. See, you didn't think we'd be able to get through one podcast, and look at that. Look at this. Are we, are we done with this? We, we, we got through the entire thing, okay? Hey, you ready for round two, baby? Oh, no! The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.